tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know who I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. Guys, thanks for tuning in, man. Uh, we're winding down on 2020. Thank God, I think, because everybody thinks 2021 is going to be, I think it's going to be great. Today, today, as I record this, it is December 21st, 2020, okay? Dude, it is the new age of enlightenment, age of Aquarius. Holla at your boy. Enjoy spirituality, Okay. Uh, real quick, I just want to, again, go through the uh, a little stuff before we get to the show. We got a great show for you. We got Mike, Mika Dank, okay? He's going to be on the show. He's going to be doing a nice little follow-up to basically stories from the Bible. I love it. It's a great conversation. We get into a little bit about how the new religion of the elites is transhumanism. Wonderful conversation. I hope you enjoy it. And then we're going to have one more episode after this, and that will be our brand new, first time ever, The Mothers, okay, which is the Mother of All Truth Bomb Award Show, and that will be with everybody on the show. We will be discussing uh, our favorite guests, uh, a new one called Cuck, Mary Kill, we're going to get into that, and uh, a whole bunch of stuff, uh, best stories, best conspiracies, what you believe in, what you don't believe in, all that and more will be the final episode of the year. So it's been a great year, and we appreciate your support, Swarm. The Swarm just gets bigger and bigger. We love you very much. Obviously, your support of the show is very important. Uh, you know, So if you want to support the show, please go to tinfallhattshirts.com. Uh, all your favorite T-shirts there. We're about to upload a brand-new uh, Trumpzilla shirt. I think you guys will love it. It's a murder shirt. Okay, and then we also have um, uh, the mugs, the tinfoil hat swag.com that's tinfoilhatswag.com you got uh wake the fuck up shirts uh you uh swarm cups uh hats everything check them out it's a great way to support the show so it's tinfoilhattshirts.com and tinfoilhatswag.com all those are going under my new website that's starting very soon okay i promise you by the new year you will have the new samtriplee.com sure uh my cameos are pure fire Okay, we're talking cameo manifestos. I am dropping truth on you, unsuspecting fools. All you have to do is go to cameo.com slash Sam Tripoli. Ask me about what conspiracy you want me to tee off on. And I go hard in the paint for your own personal cameo. It's a great way to support me and a great way to help my kids. Because I use that money to take care of the babysitter that I have to get in order to keep my sanity. Okay, so thank you guys for helping me stay sane in 2020. All right, Uh, what else do we got? Johnny and myself, we do a great show called Broken Simulation. That drops weekly. And then 
everyone's favorite Mexican. He is here legally, supposedly, okay? And uh, check out his new podcast, We Don't Smoke the Same. Those are both available there. Uh, let me try to see if I got anything else. Boom t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Dude, the Patreons, please check them out. Daily doses on patreon.com slash hat. That's where you get your daily hit up, at least three to four a week. Then you also have where I debate with a, a lizard, okay? A lot of people think this dude CFR. We talk about it all the time. He doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Is he telling truth? Is he not telling truth? Tune out. Tune into Brian. Tune into patreon.com slash Brian Callen. Uh, we just did a great debate with Dave Weiss on Flat Earth. Check it out there. And then finally, my spiritual podcast, because, you know, you got to get spiritual in these crazy times. Go to rockfin.com slash zero. R-O-K-F-I-N dot com slash zero. Premium conflict. Com, premium content Netflix style, meaning you pay one price for all this amazing content. And I think you love it because the, the, all the greats are there. Jimmy Dore, Lee Camp, uh, Whitney Webb, Charlie Robinson, Isaac Wysip. Amy says, what the fuck's there too now? So uh, everybody's there, all your favorite hooligans. Go check it out. Love you guys very much. Enjoy the show because we go deep on this one, homeboy. We go deep on this one. Enjoy it. I love you all, Swan. Uh, all righty. Let's get into it, dude. Uh, you know, we did an episode recently on the stars and the Bible, but, you know, you guys loved it so much. We decided to do it again. Run it back. Run it back, everybody. We're going to do it. And uh, we decided to bring in yet another guy uh, who is vastly uh, knowledgeable in this. What do we call that? Astrology? I think he called it astrotheology. I think is what he Uh, called it. Or we call it astrotheology. You have your words. I'll make up mine. Well, that was his word for it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Very excited to have this guy on. Uh, He's actually... Uh, good friends with a very famous conspiracy theorist, Chrissy Meyer, uh, and we're very excited to have him. Please welcome Mika Dank. Bam! What's up, guys? How are you, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing? You look good. Well, you know, it is the holiday season, so we're living that life right now, brother. We're living that life. I just want to take a moment real quick to let everybody uh, know that you are, uh, you've signed a book deal. Uh, yeah. You got lots of going. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where the swarm can find you? You got it. So I'm uh, from Long Island, New York, and uh, I have a six book deal. See what I what I did is you got you guys like Jordan Maxwell, Santos Bonacci, that do astrotheology and they talk about this kind of stuff. I do it a little bit different. I've done my own work towards it, and uh, what I did was I wrote a six book series which is basically a bunch of thrillers where the characters decode it and discover this shit themselves. Um, so there's a lot of astrotheology in my books. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. It's a lot of uh, that kind of stuff in there. So, so it's like um, the Da Vinci Code of, of astrology. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is, Whoa. actually. That's a, that's a wonderful idea. I love that. And now I have the the book hasn't been published. Is it in the process so of being published? I've got What's a six book deal, that? and the first two are out. The third one comes out in four days. So I've just been doing just podcasts, just trying to get the word out, and um, it's been doing pretty well so far. And uh, they're real. 
they're short stories. It's only like 260 pages, so you can bang them out in like two days. But there's a lot of stuff in there. I'm all about banging yeah, it there's out. There's a lot of stuff in there, though. Like good stuff, stuff that we're going to get into right now in a little bit. Now, is there a um, is there a Twitter account, Instagram, a website where yeah, they can, you can find I'm you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter and Facebook, um, Micah Dank. You could just look me up and uh, friend me, follow me, the whole nine yards. And um, I try and keep in touch with uh, a lot of the people that reach out to me. So, yeah. All right. You, you know, you're acting locally, thinking yeah. globally. I really like it. Uh, so what made you get into this whole thing? What started this whole journey? You, you, so about uh, seven or eight years ago, I was living in Boston. I had moved with an ex that I'm no longer with. And when we first moved there, there was a lot, I mean, there was a lot of snow, so you couldn't go anywhere. It wasn't really working. So I was spending a lot of time online. We didn't have a lot of friends there. So basically I started getting into videos and I saw a Jordan Maxwell video where he was talking about how the disciples were talking to Jesus about where to meet him for Passover. And he says, go into town, you'll see a man with a water pitcher. And then he said, that's Aquarius. So I started thinking, I was like, wow, that's interesting. I wonder if there's any other kind of codes in there, this and that. And then I found Santos Bonacci. One of my friends sent me a link of his and it just blew me away. So I'd been studying it for about a year or so, and I really started understanding the theology of it, the characters, what they mean, and I started doing my own work. And then when I started doing it, I was like, I have to write a book. So I decided um, initially to write a nonfiction book where I just explain everything, and I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to make this fun. I'm just going to write, because I have an English degree. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to use that. I'm going to write some stories. I'm going to see if this can get people hooked, and it's been doing, it's been doing pretty well. So that's basically how I got that's into amazing, it. That's amazing, dude. That's amazing. So what's the name of the character in this So book? the main character's name is Graham Newsden. And he's a, uh, he's a, which Newsden's an anagram for Snowden, by the way. All my characters' names are anagrams. And uh, <clears throat> <laughs> I love that. And, uh, yeah, so he's basically, he's a functioning alcoholic and he's going through life. He doesn't believe in conspiracies. He gets a call that his brother, a Marine, died. And then he has to go to Washington to pick up a medal for like posthumously for the president because she's giving his his Marine team medals. Female president, Camille Harris. <laughs> no, I wrote this. I wrote this. AKA I wrote this, the town bike. I wrote this a while back. The president's name is uh, Lilac Northenly, which is actually an anagram for uh, Hillary Clinton. So I think I'd share that. All right. Well, I mean, when nobody's perfect, let's. Yeah. <laughs> this was like seven years ago too that I wrote the first one. So. But, um, yeah, so basically um, he goes and he gets the medal and he finds an email from his brother and it turns out to be a cryptogram. He decodes it and it takes him down this wild rabbit hole of like MK Ultra and what they're doing to the army and this and that. And it goes all the way up to like the Vatican, the president, this and that. And uh, I released some information about how the Vatican is the center of the reason why people think that astrology is dumb. You like know when what, I man? hear, yeah. That is so, like, there's no more relevant than right now when you find out that the Vatican, the Rothschilds, and the Rockefellers have decided to team up for, like, what, like, I forget what it is. It's like capitalism for, it might as well just be the Legion of Doom. It just, it's the Legion of fucking Doom, and it's just like, and you, you know, you get in these fights with people and they're like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, Jews, Jews, Jews. And I'm like, man, you're just falling for the psyops. Yeah. You're just falling for it. 
because yeah. it's it's the fucking Vatican, man. They're like gonna, they're every mm-hmm. everywhere, and it's yeah. unbelievable. It's the Jesuits, really. It's not it's not so much thank you the, the normal thank people. You. It's the Jesuits, really, and that's that's really the topic of my first two books. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away from the second book, but one of the world's major religions was started by the Catholic Church, and it wasn't Christianity. It's called so, Islam. Well, you knew that, <laughs> but yeah. But do you know where it came from, though? Do you know? Do you know how it started? Well, all I know is that Queen. You know, the reason I really got into that was Queen Elizabeth came out and said that she was uh, a direct relative of the Prophet Muhammad. And I'm like, this bitch is related to everybody. And it's just like, it's just this thing where it's like, you go back and you look at all of these like culturally influential people, whether good or bad, and they're all like trust fund kids. They're all like super rich kids. Alistair Crowley, the prophet Muhammad. I mean, you go back. I mean, Jesus is the only one I think was a, like a carpenter, right? But I mean, I don't even even know what that's about. But yeah, I don't think he was real. But that's that's just me. Damn, yeah, that's, that's neither here nor there, dude. Well, to all those people out there that do believe that Jesus is real, I I I feel for you and I love you and I think you should keep on believing. Don't give up that feeling. Yeah, yeah, and do yeah. That's what. That's what I tell people. I tell people, look, I'm not here trying to change you if you're religion. Some of my best friends are born-again Christians. One of my really old good friends is a young earth born-again Christian, and we have great conversations all the a time. A young earth? We... Yeah. What is he, a young he earth doesn't think the earth. He thinks the earth is as old as a, the Bible yeah. suggests it is. Yeah. What, is, what is that, 3,000? Yeah, 3,000. Yeah, oh, 6,000. Yeah. 6, Interesting. Yeah. And does he believe in dinosaurs? Nope. Uh, I've never really asked him that. I think because uh, a lot of my friends, I, they believe that the plant's really old, and they don't believe in dinosaurs. That's the beauty of being. I know some of those folks think that they are, they are not real. Certainly, some of them think. I, I've heard this that that they were placed in the ground to by Satan to deceive mankind. So yes, yes, that's that's usually the going rate. Yeah, teach their own dog. Teach their own. Teach their own. <laughs> So there's so much to get into, dude. There is so much to get into. I mean, like you listed all the stuff that you could talk about. Because I want to get into the uh, the stars and all that stuff. But gematria, etymology, numerology, astronomy, astrology, astrotheology, OB, OBE. Which is, what is OBE? Out of body experience. Oh, you believe in that? I believe in that, dude. Yeah. The Akashic Record. I want. What is that? So it's supposedly it's a it's a book in the ether that has every thought, every feeling, every word, everything that has ever been spoken and will be spoken in history. And people can people can uh, access it. Like if you've ever heard of Edgar Casey, the Sleeping Prophet, um, he was one who was able to do so, and. Um, yeah, I actually write about it in my first book briefly, though. I just mention it. But all the stuff that you're reading off right now is all in my books. These are all, like, plot lines and storylines and everything. That's that cool as shit, man. That's really cool as shit. You know, what do they call it in Bitcoin, Johnny? The uh, the thing that all the transactions are on? Block- blockchain. That sounds like where they got, like, where blockchain is basically 
the Akashic record, right? Of just digital coin. Everything's there. Yeah, that's exactly. It's not tangible. You can't like grab it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you can access it. What's your take on on Bitcoin? Um, I think it's going to be the future. So I'm going to get into this with you in a little bit later, but I think mostly um, the new religion is going to be merging with technology. Is that is that good? Transhumanism. Oh, yep. No. That's the real trans agenda, man. Everyone's trying to act, with, <laughs> act like chicks with dicks are trying to take over. It's fucking, it's like robot dudes. Yeah. It's like that's cyberpunk, it the cyberpunk future. Where oh, yeah, like, that yeah. thing just came well, out. Everyone's going crazy over that. And they're like, yeah, it's like, no, dude, this is what they want the future to be. Yeah, exactly. All right. Hey, everybody, I want to tell you about our boys at CBD line. That's right. They reached out to me and hooked me up with some new products. And guess what they got? Gummies. Gummy bears. That's right. So, Swarm, go check out CBDline.com because CBD line's products are perfect tools for your tool belt to deal with 2021. Okay. Their CBD line products are great for helping with stress, insomnia, pain, and overall overall well-being and improved body functions. They have a huge line of products, and I guarantee you you'll find something that will work for you. There's even a quick little fun quiz that will help you pick the products that could help the most. Everything is third-party treated, so you know you're getting a high-quality product, okay? The Swarm only gets the best of the best. If this sounds like something that could help you, go to cbdline.com and enter the coupon code TINFOIL to get 20% off. That's cbdline, like the animal.com. Coupon code TINFOIL. Check them out. Read one of their 2,000 positive reviews. This stuff works. Give it a try. If Uncle Joey loves it, you know it works, okay? Not only do they put out great CBD line products, okay, but they're also soldiers for free speech truth, all right? And they love supporting live comedy. They've come to a bunch of my shows, and I love them for it, okay? They're part of the the Swarm family. So, again, go to CBDline.com and use the promo code TINFOIL to get 20% off your order. Enjoy, homeboy. So where do we start, dude? Where do we start? All right. So let me ask you a question. What is yeah. the oldest science or what is the oldest writing that you know about on Earth? The, uh, the uh, Sumerian tablets. I'll give you that. That's what, five, 6,000 years old? I think they're like, what, like 20,000, right? Or they talk about kings that live for 20,000 years, which is nuts. Well, the kings that live for 20,000 years, you have to – what you do with the Sumerian tablets is you add up all the kings, and it comes out to 432,000, which is a harmonic frequency. So the kings are just – the ages that they're there are just frequencies. They're not actually years. The same way in the Bible. What do you mean by that? What do you mean – well, have you ever heard of four, 432 is like a harmonic frequency. It's one of the sacred frequencies in the world. It brings peace. It does, it does a, a whole bunch of other things. Um, and when you add up the years, this king lived 26,000. This king lived 19,000. This king did that. You add them all up, you get that harmonic frequency. So it's just a metaphor. That's all Holy, it is. So it is of your belief that the Anunnaki did not exist. I never really... I never really said that. I'll tell you something that's interesting, though. So 
if you read books like The Flower of Life from Junvalo Melchizedek, who um, Terrence Howard talked about it. You remember seeing him on the carpet talking about like the, yeah, the yeah, flower yeah, of yeah. life? What you remember he that? talking about that? Yeah, he I was talking that. about the flower. He was talking about the flower of life. Well, basically what that stuff is, is it's sacred geometry. It's the, it's the secret building blocks. And as far as the Anunnaki go, um, they, when you read these books, you hear that they came to earth because they had, um, they had, they needed gold to repair their atmosphere. And gold is, uh, for a million different reasons, very valuable on Earth and valuable there. But we get our value from gold because the Anunnaki valued gold. So they genetically engineered us to be a little smarter than monkeys, to just push the levers and do the work. A little. Kind of, a little, like we are now. But here's the interesting thing, though. If you look at the human body and you look at chromosome two, okay, the second chromosome, it's 35% longer than all the other ones, and it's fused together. Like it's been an ancient technology that fused it together. So it's possible that that happened, to be honest with you. You you think that, I mean, like, the reason Anunnaki makes sense to me, and not that this is 100% proof, but you're like, what is the missing link that science talks about? Right. How do we go monkey the man? And to me, it's 100%. Well, I shouldn't say 100%. I believe it fits nicely in, like, the jigsaw puzzle that is conspiracies and the whole story of humanity. It just, that jump is like something like Anunnaki splicing us together yep. and making human beings. You just, you don't, you don't come from like monkeys, right? Which do their own thing. And, 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 and to having a separate degree of people that are completely self-aware of everything for no apparent reason. It just makes it a, a conscious evolution jump. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, like, no, I, I was the theory that they discovered fire and that's how they became human beings. I don't even well, know. There's a, couple like of, there's a couple of them. There's the meat theory, then there's the shroom theory where they found shrooms and the brain. I think the shroom theory is probably more realistic. Than the Anunnaki theory? Mm -mm. No, 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 no. The Anunnaki created and then then they were enhanced with, like, shrooms. Oh, okay. In, in, so they... Like, in the Bible, in the Bible, ready? In the Bible... Um, in Genesis, I think it's thirty-two thirty. It says Jacob, um, Jacob saw the place and he named it Peniel, P-E-N-I-E-L, for he saw God face to face. Well, Peniel over time becomes Pineal, Peniel. and you start talking about your Pineal gland exactly. So that was in the Bible thousands of years ago. They I were talking fucking about love it. it, dude. This is great. I'm all about that action, dog. I'm all about that action. Yeah, man. So yeah. like I was saying about the Lascaux caves, which I was getting into, you heard about those caves in France where they found a whole bunch of like drawings on the wall and shit? No, tell me about it. So the Lascaux caves in France, they found these tunnels in these caves and they went all the way deep into them. And they found all these drawings and carvings of like rams, goats, fish, bulls and stuff. So what they did was they sent an astronomer or an astrologer in there with a computer now that we have the technology to do it. And they carbon dated it to be about 40,000 years old. Now, for all oh. the conspiracy theories that think that carbon dating is full of shit, it's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. See, carbon dating is actually accurate up to 50,000 years. Okay? Once you start getting into the hundreds of thousands and the millions, it's dicey. But you don't need to prove that something is, is 50,000 years old. You just need to prove that something is older than the Bible says it's old. Just to prove. And then once you've broken that barrier, then it gives you leeway. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I understand okay. that. 
What makes you say that it's accurate up to 50,000? It's just there's, there's a lot of research out there that if you, if, you, if you look into it, you see that it is very accurate up to that. And then um, it's just out there. The research is just out there. Um, they're very, very good with, with carbon-14 dating things that are up to that time frame. After that, they find it slips a little. And then people come out and they use it against them. They say, oh, it's not accurate. It can't date the dinosaurs or this, that, and the other thing. Johnny's our re- resident nerd. Johnny, what are your thoughts on carbon dating? I don't know enough about it, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard exactly what he said, that, yeah, it's uh, the farther you go back, especially past a certain point. It's, I didn't know it was yeah. 50,000 years, but, yeah. It's 50,000 years, give or take. So Xavier, are- real quick, I just got to know what Xavier thinks. He's our, our resident Latino <laughs> who smokes too much weed. What does the, the, the bong smokers <laughs> of, of East L.A. think about that? What do they, what do they think of carbon dating? Uh, to me, it just sounds like, like he said, after 50,000, the numbers are too big. So it just starts getting all crumpled up. Yes. So if that even makes any sense, it's just the numbers are too big. It's like trying to like measure pounds with tons. Okay, I respect, too big. I respect too big. that, dude. The numbers are getting I respect too big that. after 50,000. Measuring right. pounds with tons. There we go. Respect, dog. Yeah. Respect. So go on. What were you going to say? Dang. All right. So the last, <laughs> the last scout caves, they found all these animals and they brought in an astrologer after they carbon dated it. And they rewound the sky back through a computer simulation program of the stars. Okay. And what they found when they brought it back 40,000 years and they printed it out is that when they printed it out and put it over um, these animals, that bull, the Taurus was exactly where it was. Fish were exactly where it was. So for four, at least 40,000 years, astrotheology and uh, the Zodiac as we know it has been around. So you're telling me that 40,000 years ago, these people knew not only how to track the stars, but actually knew what animals they were supposed to be involved in, which ones they're supposed to be. So it's, it's crazy. so interesting because it's like, you know, cause we talked about this with Dave Matheson, but it really is like, I, how advanced are they super advanced or are they not advanced? Are they because it's like, I mean, let me be honest with you. How are they advanced so advanced that they're seeing the stars perfectly, but they, their drawings look like finger paints from a kindergartner? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, well, I think the information was given to them. They had to have been. They had to have been given to them. The interesting thing too is, is that it, from those caves, what they found was on the summer solstice, which is a really powerful day. It's June 21st. It's the longest day of the year. On that particular day, the sun actually shone into the cave and bounced off of the wall, and it only did it for that one day. Like it, and then it became a spotlight almost on much, the yeah. paintings. Yeah, that's so interesting, dude. I completely believe that we are like probably a multiple of civilizations that have been here, and at oh, some yeah. point these fucking lizard people just hit the reset button at some point when we get too knowledgeable or we stop taking their bullshit and they just regrow it every time. And, uh, I mean, I, we, we need a Neo, you know, we, we really do need a Neo to come through and, so let me throw this at you real quick. Okay. Cause this is a theory that I'm working on and it's in my books too. During, you've got to think about who the most known civilizations were in the history that we know of. Okay. So in the, we're in the age of Aquarius now. 
Okay, we've been in the age of Aquarius since the end of the Mayan calendar. December. Remember December twenty first, two thousand twelve. Everyone went ape shit. They made a movie yeah. about it. Yeah, that wasn't the end of times. That was the end of Pisces. They got it wrong. It wasn't the end of days. It was the end of an era, which was Pisces. So, back in the age of Taurus, which was the Egyptians, you could see they had all these carvings of bulls with the sun between their head. Imagine that. And then they were the most prevalent people. Now, they start to dissipate a little bit, and then the Jews come up in Aries. Okay? Jews, Aries, the ram. That's why the Jews blow the ram's horn to the sky. Yeah. Okay, because they're they're signifying Aries. That's why they smear the land. Is that why blood. Ari has giant bull nuts? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you seen that? They're, they're really just, long. They just hang. Those look like some <laughs> livestock nuts. Anyways, back to the serious <laughs> conversation. Um, okay. So, go on with the. So, the uh, sorry. So. <laughs> I, I just anytime I get an Ari joke, it, it really helps the ratings. Nothing to get you in the Christmas spirit, like talk of Ari's <laughs> yeah. low hanging yeah. testicles. Merry Christmas, everyone, by the way. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so in Aries, you had the Jews, right? And they wrote their book. And then they start to fade, the population dwindles down. And then in Christianity, pops up during the age of Pisces. That's why you have the Jesus fish that's on the cars. That's why you have Pisces, the two fish. That's why Jesus fed the masses with two fish. It's the two fish. It's the symbol of Christianity. Okay. So if you look at this right now, um, in fact, in the book of, in, in the time of Aries, um, Moses goes up and brings down the tablets and he sees them worshiping a golden calf. Right. So a lot of people take this literally as and they built this giant, these poor nomadic people that were wandering for 30, 40 years, built this ginormous bull and started worshiping it. Or what's more likely is it's a metaphor for the sun in Taurus. They were worshiping Taurus when they should be worshiping Aries. That's why Moses got mad and he broke the tablets. Oh, I see what you're saying. He's like, wrong sign, dumbasses. And then <laughs> exactly. You... Oh. Exactly. So then you come to Christianity and Pisces, right? Now, Christ... now, Pisces is over. So we're in Aquarius right now. Is there any wonder why the elites are talking about a one world religion? They have to. There has to be a new world religion that takes over for this sign. They've had one for every previous sign. And oh. they have to have one for this one. So what is going to be this one? I think I think it's merging with machines. I think that's what it is. I think it's going to be a technological one. I think that's what it is. Personal Jesus. That's a robot. Well, that's Sam, what we're talking about right now. Sam, you've been yep. calling it. You've been saying science is the new religion. So I, I have been. I'm so, uh, dude, it's unbelievable how right I am. And Johnny hates it all the time. But <laughs> I really am right all the fucking time. And that's why I'm saying transhumanism is the new religion. Wow, man. That's really interesting shit, dude. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't it be? Okay, so we're entering Aquarius, right? We're in, we're in Aquarius, yeah. And Aquarius sign is what? It's the man with the water pitcher. Man with the water pitcher. Hmm. And what could that lead to? Like, how could we, what could the pitcher? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing is we're too early in Aquarius to see what historians are going to say in 1500 years when the new religion springs up. 
we're too early. We're right at the beginning of it. Like at the at the, at the time Christianity started, until the Council of Nicaea and everything, um, not everybody was a Christian, right? Nobody knew what was going on. They didn't know what they were living through. They didn't know what was happening. But the elites have to follow the sky. They have to follow what they see in the sky. It's like I what JP Morgan said. Something, dude. I think you're on to something. I it's think like what JP Morgan right. said. JP Morgan goes, uh, JP Morgan said, uh, millionaires don't need astrology, but billionaires do. Oh, yeah. You're totally right. Yeah. You're totally right. He did say that. So billionaires use astrology. Okay. So let's get into some questions, you know, about, uh, you know, the big Jesus, okay. who uh, I believe was a shapeshifter, but that's just my belief. Okay. That uh, um, at Brexit, the uh, chicken snake got sent down to battle the Anunnaki who are banging our chicks. Right. So there's questions like how was Jesus able to heal the blind? How he walked on water? How he turned water into wine? Why he had 12 disciples? Why he was betrayed with a kiss by Judas? Why he was dead for three days? Why his birthday's on December 25th? All of this is astrology. I can, right, explain let's hear it. I can explain it to you, but first I have to go through the 12 signs real quick okay, for anybody, for, for anybody that out there that's listening to you that, that doesn't know. So I'm just going to start with Aquarius. Aquarius is the sign of the man with the water pitcher. Pisces is the sign of the two fish. Aries is the ram. So in Aries, you have March 21st. Okay. Which is the spring equinox. It's 12 hour day, 12 hour night. It's also the Passover. Okay. Or, astrotheologically, it's the passing over of the sun over the equator on its way to the summer solstice. In Christianity, the passing over becomes the resurrection of God's sun, the sun, right? On Easter, which is around the uh, spring equinox. So, Taurus is the bull. You got to understand this, is that the reason this is so important and the reason it's so old and it still works is because back in the day, they didn't have you know, podcasts and shit. We didn't have phones, watches. We didn't have any of that kind of shit. So we couldn't, we couldn't tell. Um, we couldn't tell what time it was or what month it was. We didn't know, you know, in Game of Thrones, when they're all like, winter is coming. That's how shit used to be. They used to be like, oh, get ready for two months. That's fucking how it was. So what, what they basically. Every day, open the door. Winter's not here yet. Exactly. Winter's not here yet. Exactly. Winter's here. I just I got frostbit. <laughs> exactly. So you didn't know when to plant so that you can get food at the end of the year. You didn't know when it was going to be rainy season, when it was going to snow. So, for instance, Taurus is the bull. So when you look at the sky and you see Taurus during the season where it's supposed to be, you have to put the plow on the bull. So it's the bull in the sky. And then on Earth, you put the plow on the bull as above, so below. You put the plow on the bull so that you can plant the seeds so you can harvest in Virgo and Libra, which I'll get back to in a minute. The next sign is Gemini, which is the twins. That's the story of Castor and Pollux Troy, whose sister was Helen of Troy. It's the story of Achilles. I'm sure everybody knows. Interestingly enough, you think that they don't know about this in Hollywood and they don't do this kind of shit. You remember the movie Face Off? Yeah. With uh, Travolta and Cage? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was their name, Cage, right? Cage, yeah. Castor and Pollux Troy. It's even worse than that. Um, Hold Travolta on. Start that Sean... again. Start that again. Face Off. The movie Face Off. Yes. What about it? Uh, okay. 
Nicolas Cage and his brother in the movie were named yeah. Castor and Pollux Troy. That's the twins from Gemini. Really? And if you go, yes. And if you go to the their across sign, in astrology, the very important signs are your neighboring signs and your cross sign. Their cross sign was Sean Archer. Archer, their cross sign was Sagittarius, the man with the bow and the arrow. So they sneak this shit into Hollywood movies. They sneak this shit and people don't pick up on it. Um, That's crazy. I've always yeah. thought Nicolas Cage was something was going on with that guy. Because actually, we did a whole episode on it. Like, was he a time traveler? Is he a time traveler or something like that? Because, dude, his movies are always about what the elites are up to. National treasure, this and that. Yeah, but Everything. now he's doing... But now he's doing Joe Exotic, so I don't know. Maybe they let him know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like nobody rocks forever. And, you know, it's like you got to do a little bit of this so nobody takes you too serious. He's done some pretty good horror movies, though, lately. So a couple Mandy of wild was pretty good. Mandy, Mandy, was Mandy was wild. Mandy but, was I mean, like, dude, let's yeah. go through it. Wicker Man, child sex trafficking. I do a joke about it. You know, um, Raising Arizona, child sex trafficking. Um, well, uh, Wicker Man's more of the elites hunt, hunt children. Yeah. Um, Con Air, the legal system's bullshit, right? Uh, to live and die in Las Vegas, they destroy you with spirits. Uh, right. They just want you to drink and destroy yourself. That's not how you fucking rise your higher self. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. The, the planet uh, global warming is CGI. What about National Treasure? The Fed. Yep. Wait. Uh, adaptation, clones, cloning. Yeah. He's playing twins. <laughs> but he's a he's yeah. a Coppola. He's a Coppola, though, so he could do that. Well, I mean, like maybe. The... Lord of War. Yeah, Remember Lord of War? He's at a Brexit. The a, chicken steak god made him a a, a Coppola because he knew that's the easiest way to get in Hollywood because you know at Brexit maybe he didn't have the connections he used to have. Yo, is that yeah. the next T-shirt, Chicken Snake God? Yeah, I practice <laughs> the Chicken Snake God. I was thinking about doing that with my Brian Callen fucking story. Just Brian Callen as a lizard person, and me as at Braxis, the Chicken Snake God. But I gotta get you on the Callen show, Dank, because uh, he doesn't believe in any of this shit. I'm Bro, like, wait till I'm not even. I haven't even started. Let me let me okay. let me keep going. Let me. Well, just... That's the nicest way of saying shut the fuck up. Is that, that the actually, nicest way? I'm not gonna lie. It probably is, but I didn't even mean it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no. So check it out. Let's let's just go through the twelve Man, signs. You astrologizology guys are very sensitive. Here we huh. go. So get yeah. into it. Let's hear all right. It. Let's so hear the it. next sign is Cancer, which is the crab, and the crab moves sideways when it walks. Yeah. Okay, just like the sun does. What happens? With the sun is you've seen the zodiac wheel, right? This the it starts at the bottom and it moves one degree a day, every single day, until it gets to the summer solstice. Then it stops on that degree for three days, and then it goes down a degree, and then it comes all the way down till December twenty first, which is the winter solstice. Stops for three days, and then rises, December twenty fifth, which is where the Christians get that Jesus was dead for three days. Because the sun doesn't move for three days. It stops on the 21st, and then it's dead for three additional days. And then, boom, he comes back to life uh, December 25th. That's why all the gods come to life on December 25th. That's the day that the sun rises. Okay? So, 
The next one is is uh, Leo. That's the lion. That's the king of the jungle. And Sun is the ruling planet of Leo. So we'll get into that. Now, you remember earlier when I was talking about in Taurus that you're going to plant and you're going to get shit later in the year? Yeah. So Virgo is the woman holding the wheat stalk. That's the sign. And the reason it is, is because in Virgo, okay, the women would go out and they would pick all the wheat that they planted in Taurus and make the bread for the year. Okay. Now, Libra is the scale of justice. I'm a Libra. So Libra is the scale of justice. It's the balance. It's why Jesus is called the just one because he's, it's balance. And the reason is, is because it judges God's son as it starts to come down into winter, into its death. And the Jews always celebrate the new year around this fall equinox. And Libra, it's important to know, Libra is also wine season. It's you plant the grapes in Taurus and then you harvest them in Libra. So in Virgo, you get the bread and in Libra, you get the wine. Those are the symbols of Christianity. Damn. So. <laughs> I have a quick question. You brought up that you're a Libra, right? Uh, yeah. I'm, an, I'm an Aquarius. Uh, what do you think about daily horoscopes and girls asking you about what's your sign? Is that, is that? I mean, I'm married. I'm married, but like, if a girl asks you, no, I'm just asking. Sign, like, is that a way? Like, is is that legit? Is it a way to make? Well, it if legit? she's legit, she's gonna ask you for your birth time, so she can get your actual astrology. She's not just gonna ask you your sign. If she asks you your sign, then it's garbage. If she asks you your birth time, then you can get everything. In astrology, you have what's called the big three. It's but your dude, sun that's sign. What we talked about. It's just like that's done purposefully to get nobody to take astrology or astrology serious. <laughs> okay? Yeah. That's done purposely. So you have some chick that you just want to bang. God, I, uh, let's just die. And you're like, oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, these dumb chicks. You know? And it's just like the truth is, like, everything is based on this stuff. You know how they make yes. it in the in the Mexican community? In Univision, they used to have this guy named Walter Mercado, and he used to be this feminine, almost gay-looking dude, dressed all <laughs> weird, talking about horoscopes, and it made it look fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. That's, how they, that's how they would do it, yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly why, because the Catholic Church is the reason that people don't take this seriously, and I'm going to explain that to you in a few. Oh, so the next sign is Scorpio. Scorpio is known as the betrayer, Okay. And when a scorpion bites you, this is straight from Jordan Maxwell too. When a scorpion bites you, it leaves an imprint on your skin of two lips. That's what a scorpion bite looks like. That's where the mafia gets the kiss of death from. It's also why G Jesus, Jesus, who represents the son, he's the son of God, was betrayed by Judas with a kiss. Okay? Because it could have betrayed him any other way, but it had to do it with a kiss. So the son is judged in Libra. It's betrayed in Scorpio, and then Sagittarius, which is the guy with the bow and arrow, kills the sun. Because in Sagittarius, you have December 21st. That's the death of the sun. In the Bible, it turns into a spear, where Jesus is speared through the left side. That's the bow and the arrow. It translates into that. Jesus! Um, yeah. So in Capricorn, he's the goat. And the reason he's the goat is because of the zodiac wheel. He's at the bottom as the sun starts to climb the mountain, just like the goat climbs the mountain. Okay, so now that I got that shit out of the way, I'm going to start getting into some fun stuff. So have you heard the phrase? I don't even know where your background is, Sam. Like, I don't know if you, you, you were religious or. My father uh, was not religious at all. My mother brought me to a Presbyterian church twice in my life. And okay. that was it. 
All right, good. So you're perfect for this. Um, Thank you. <laughs> have you ever heard of the phrase pride comes before the fall? No, but I, I like it. So if I were to ask you what pride comes before the fall means, because it's biblical, what would you say that it means? Well, I would say like someone's ego will kill them before like, the, the, your ego will be your downfall, which is 100% true. True. Okay. So that's what a lot of people tell me too. And I like to lead with this because it makes sense. But here's the thing. Do you know what a group of lines is called? A group of lines? Uh, 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 a, a what? Pride? I don't know. What is it? A pride. Look at that. Xavier so, Guerrero. Good answer. Good answer. If we were on right? Family Feud, I would have taken it. Been like, pride, pride. Good answer. Good answer. So pride, that's lion. That's Leo. The lions, that's Leo. That's in uh, July and August. That's before the fall. Oh, so you see, my God. You see how there's like double meanings there? And that's that's what I do is basically show you the double meanings. In the Bible, too, they talk about there's a it, my name Micah, um, the book of Micah. He talks about the prophet, or not the prophet, the savior coming from a town in Israel. Does anybody in the panel want to answer what town that from? What where I'm from originally? No, not you, not you. Where where Jesus the prophet, is from? Yes, where Jesus pride. Where no, 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 no. <laughs> where what town in Israel? Nope, it's actually Bethlehem. You're right. Okay, yeah. but here's the thing. Bethlehem. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought I was. I thought you were trying to trick me. So I said. <laughs> I promise you, else. I'm not trying to trick you. Um. So basically, Bethlehem. This is interesting too. The town Bethlehem is actually two Hebrew words that are smashed together. It's Bet, which means house, and Lehem, which means bread. So it's the house of bread, and the house of bread is Virgo with the wheat stalk, the Virgo. So the savior will come from a virgin. You see how that works? Yeah. Okay, start that again. Say that again. How do we get the virgin? Okay. Bethlehem is yeah. Bethlehem is Bethlehem in Hebrew. House is Bet. Yeah. Lechem means bread. So it's the house of bread. Yeah. So the house of bread is the Virgo yeah. with the wheat stalk, the virgin. Okay? So the savior will come from a virgin. Oh my god. That's some crazy ass shit. Yep. So this is all astrology. What is the house of pancakes? Does that mean anything? <laughs> I hop. <laughs> Should I be like, fuck Denny's? I'm going to the holy house of pancakes. <laughs> That's incredible. And you that can, is so. You can even go further. You could even go further. Um, this one. I mean, Israel itself is, is Ra and L, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Well, Solomon is that too. It's Saul, Om, and On, which is three words for the sun. Oh, my God. Yeah. You can even, and I borrowed this from Santos. I want to give credit where credit's due. Holla um, at your boy, Santos. Holla. Um, so, basically, he has some nicknames too, Jesus. He's known as the scapegoat of Israel, which is the goat, Capricorn. He's the son of man, which is the man sign in Aquarius. He's the fisherman of men, which is... Pisces, the two fish. He's the lamb of God or the ram in Aries. He's the lion of Judah or the lion, Leo. The lady holding the stalk of wheat. He's born of a virgin and she's holding a wheat stalk, right? That's why he's known as the bread of life. 
Libra, the scales of justice. He's known as the just one. Then he's betrayed in Scorpio, dies in Sagittarius. It's also why he's worshipped on the sun day. If you've ever looked at any picture of Jesus um, on the internet, number one, the white one, okay? Number one, Jesus was not white. He white didn't Jesus. exist. White Jesus actually was um, the face of a pope's son, Pope Alexander VI. His name was Caesar Borgia, and he's part of the elite Borgia family. Santos touched on the Borgia family when he was talking to you. Um, his son is the face of Jesus, is Caesar Borgia. Caesar Borgia is his name. Yeah. Oh, my God. Caesar Borgia. And the other thing you got to realize is why is every picture of Jesus, regardless whether he's white or black or whatever, why is he, why is the sun directly behind him? The sun is always directly behind him. You're looking that up now, aren't you? I'm just yeah. looking at, yeah, dude, you're totally white. You're totally right. It's the same face. That's Imagine who it is. so good looking that they're like, you're the face of Jesus. Right. So did, so, did, so did they create Jesus? Obviously not, right? They just used no, the sun. They just used. The picture. So before Caesar Borgia, there was no physical picture of Jesus. Kind of like Muhammad. There was no phys- well, it's not that you couldn't draw him. It's it that there, there was physically no pictures. You got to realize too is is that, uh, Caesar Borgia. This was this was like the 1500s, I believe. You got to you got to realize that the printing press came out around then too, so they were able to distribute it on mass. Yeah, 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 before okay. then, they could before then they couldn't do that shit. So I guess they had to wait the right time to finally have something that could just mass produce. Oh my god, this is crazy. This is nuts. It's just like, that's why I tell him, I go, dude, I always tell Cal, I'm like, is everything conspiracy? I go, everything is a conspiracy. I wouldn't say everything's a conspiracy, but I say if there's a mainstream <laughs> idea out there. Come on, man, mainstream... I'm trying to help you here. It's just like, <laughs> no, I'm trying to sell saying, books. Hold on, what I'm saying is that if every, not everything's a conspiracy, but if there's like a main narrative going on, chances are it's some horse shit. Like, I don't think there's one thing out there that you're supposed to believe that has been agreed upon by everyone. That's actually correct. It's usually the opposite. Well, I mean, like, I mean, is everything conspiracy? Like, no, like Burger King does offer the Whopper. So there's not like, everything's not conspiracy. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when we go back to like our language, our religions, our symbols, our relationship between us and our gods and everything like that has been manipulated over thousands and thousands of years, all of this. So we don't know how special we are. Right. Absolutely. We're all gods, man. That's the biggest secret. And they know this in like, in like China, Alan Watts talks about it. Alan Watts talks about it. He goes like in China and India, you know that you're God. Here they just lock you up. It's so, yeah, it's so interesting, dude. China's such an interesting thing because there, there's so much anti-Chinese rhetoric going on right now. Yeah. Like there's so much and like, if it was anywhere else, everyone would be like, oh, this is just military propaganda. For some reason, everybody just wants to believe it. But I've been to China a bunch of times. They're the nicest right. people ever. The governments right. are crazy. But they've also right. gotten rid of religion, right? I mean, can you study yeah. religion? Can you be well, religious in China? I'm Muslim. Not Muslim. It's 
No, you can't be religious. You can't be religious. And it's interesting, too, because you notice the United States will never go to war with somebody that actually has nuclear weapons. It's always someone else. They will never fight. China? That's a whole different different talk over here because we have uh, some among us who don't think that nuclear weapons exist. I don't believe they exist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) fun reaction to that my whole theory is is that it is the the shadow and the cave that's my opinion plato's thing yeah that they you create this kind of emperor's new clothes and everyone's like the emperor's new clothes is amazing the bomb is bitten like and it's it's like why North Korea could have nothing and be like, I have nuclear weapons. And everyone's like, what? Oh, no, you, I got them. And you kind of got to go along with it. I also believe they're a CIA psyop, but that's a different story. But it's like, if you have that, you allow these certain people to have these weapons, it creates a stalemate. And it also uh, makes it so these other people won't attack you. Right. But it's like, we've never, there, you know, it's like one of these things like, okay, I, I don't want to lose you here because I want to stay more on your topic, but it's my okay. opinion on like climate change or outer space, nuclear weapons. It's like, these are things that billions and billions of dollars are spent on that no one can actually say they've touched physically, seen up close physically or any of this stuff. But yeah, well, I, just, the, I, I do find it interesting that all these nuclear doctors are getting murdered. Yeah. You know what I like, mean? <laughs> like, how, unless you play ball, like, you know, it's like viruses, right? I mean, like, I, dude, there's a, there's a lot of information that viruses exist. There's also, there's no doctor with, that, with his medical degree on the line that could tell you that there's a difference between a virus and an eczema. It's just, they're the exact same thing. And they can never tell you it's not because if they are, they're lying to you, okay? But yet we have this multi-bazillion dollar industry battling viruses all the time. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying viruses don't exist. I'm just saying the average person, there's so many things in our life that we take authority's word for. That's all I'm saying. Right. That I guess is my, that was actually my, I guess that's my point. And like, you just summed it up pretty nicely. You know, it's just another instance of like, oh, we take the, the, the authority, the experts word on it. And it's not something tangible. Like we've never seen an iceberg in our, our own eyes, see an iceberg fall into the water. Even though we just constantly keep seeing that same clip played over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But how much money are we spending on battling climate change? I mean, right. it's like, let's battle racism, dude. Let's battle it. How do we know what the finish line is? How do we know? Like, how much interracial porn do we have to have before we agree that we've all gotten along? <laughs> I, I don't know what is the, uh, the, you know, there's these things that there is no end game. But we've right. got to stop the it end now. Game is that, the end game is there's so much in, interbreeding that, there's no such thing as interracial porn because everybody so looks all the same. Look, Filipino. Is that no. what it is? That is? Like the South Park episode. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Back to this. What else do you want to get into? Because right. you're doing so, wonderful. We're awesome. So let's go into. I'm going to read you 
a, a little longer thread from the Bible, and I'm going to decode it for you. All right. All right. I got a, I got a couple of these coming up. So in Deuteronomy 32, it says he gave them honey from the cliffs and olive oil from the rocky ground. He gave his people butter from the herd and milk from the flock. He gave them lambs and goats. They had the best rams from Bashan and the finest wheat. They drank the best wine made from the juice of red grapes. But Jeshurun became fat and kicked like a bull. So uh, right, right away. Um, the honey, he gave them honey from the cliffs. In Cancer, there's, there's what's called an asterism, which is a small group of stars, like clunked together. And it's called the beehive cluster. Okay, so honey comes from the beehives. Okay? Yes. Um, it's also, incidentally, um, the center of the Milky Way galaxy is in Sagittarius. So the, so the land from Cancer to Sagittarius, you have the honey. And then the Milky Way galaxy, so you have the land of milk and honey. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Right. So um, he gave his people butter from the herds and milk from the flock. The butter and the milk comes from the milk from the Milky Way galaxy. He gave them lambs and goats. Lamb is a baby ram, Aries, and goat is the Capricorn. They had the best rams from Bashan and the finest wheat. That's Aries and the wheat Virgo. They drank the best red wine made from the juice of grapes. That's Libra. But Jeshurun became fat and kicked like a bull. That's Taurus. So in that four-sentence thing I gave you, there was like 11 or 12 different mentions of like the stars and constellations and such. Yes. Okay. Yep. And that, that's the Old Testament too. If I go into the New Testament, I can read you something like Revelation 12. Okay. They do this in the New Testament too. They do it in both. The books are astrotheological books. That's what they are. They're hidden, coded to keep the masses dumb. That's what they are. Revelation 12, a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. Okay. Have you heard of the woman in the red dragon in Revelation? I have not, but I'm dying to hear about it. So check this out. A woman clothed with the sun. So the woman sign is Virgo. So that's the sun in Virgo. So if the sun's in Virgo, okay, then the moon is directly under her feet. Because if the sun's up, then the moon is down, right? So you have that. And then an enormous red dragon, its tail swept a third of the sky, stars out of the sky and flung them to Earth. There's a constellation called Draco, okay? And its tail goes from Aries to Sagittarius. That's one third of the zodiac. Its tail swept one third of the stars out of the sky. It's all just star poetry. Oh my god! I think I said this before, but I I just need to say it again. It's basically the Bible is Kevin Spacey in Usual Suspects, and he's just <laughs> reading off and telling a story off of what he sees in front of him. It's hidden information. Like, I'll, I'll even go, I'll give you a bigger one, too. So, are you familiar with the book of Job at all? No. Do you know who, do you know who Job was? I'm functionally what... illiterate. Okay. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I can read, dude, but I just, it's, I prefer to talk. All right, fair enough. So, Job, the story is basically this. This is wealthy dude. Okay, who's very religious and he prays to God and everything, and the God and devil have a battle. 
or they argue about if they start to take shit away from Job, will he still be faithful to God? So one by one, he starts taking stuff away, taking stuff away. And then finally, Job calls out to God. God replies to him. So what I'm reading you is God's response. This is his email back. Exactly. So Job 38:32, and it starts off so obvious too. Job 38:32, can you lead forth the Maseroth? So the Maseroth actually literally means zodiac. Okay, Maseroth over time becomes Mazalot, which in Judaism today survives as Mazel Tov, which means good fortune from the stars. So the first, this is the first of uh, the Lord's challenge to Job. He says, can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? That's pretty obvious, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So then he says, can you bring forth the constellation in its seasons or lead out the bear with its cubs? The constellations are the zodiac above and the bear and its cubs are Ursa Minor, the great bear, and Ursa Minor, the, the big part of the Big Dipper. Who can tip over the water jars of heaven? That's Aquarius. Do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions? That's Leo, the lion. Who provides food for the raven? So the constellation Corvus, which means raven, borders on Virgo. Do you watch when the doe bears her fawn? So Mriga, M-R-I-G-A, means deer, and it's located in Orion. Who let the wild donkeys go free? That's a Celis Borealis, which means donkey and is located in Cancer. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? That's Taurus. The wings of the ostrich flap joyfully. That's Lambda Achille, which means two ostriches. Do you give the horse its strength? It laughs at fear, afraid of nothing. It does not shy from the sword. The quiver rattles against its side along with the flashing spear and lance. That's Sagittarius with the bow. Does the eagle soar at your command and build its nest on high? That's Aquila, which is the Latin name for eagle, and is a constellation a few degrees above the celestial equator. Finally, he says, can you pull in Levethian with a fish hook? And that's the fish, Pisces. So his entire challenge to him is basically like, do you know what these stars are? It's all astrology. That's unbelievable. That is like the, the, the most, that sounds like something straight out of a Q post right there, right? Like you don't even, like weird things, you got to interpret what they're talking about. But yeah, man, I mean, I totally... 100% believe that the stars are the stories behind the Bible. And, but yeah. I, again, you know I don't, sounds, you know why it sounds crazy, at least to me, kind of, because we, I, when's the last time you actually saw a group of stars back then, if you didn't have your phone, you fell asleep with no roof. You looked at the stars 24 seven, or at least, well, you, you also got a great this. point. XG XG's on fire lately, dude. Fire. Let me, let me, let me jump in with that. Let me jump in with that. So the Bible, the Bible was written in Israel, and the Bible was written. Well, we took a lot of it from uh, Egypt too, but basically that's the Middle East. There was no smoking. There was no industry like that before. So every night was fucking clear in the sky. So every night you can go in there and you can track it. And you got to understand is that we were either given this information whole at first, forty thousand years ago, or we've been tracking it for thousands of years. Um. And basically made these maps out. But where do the aliens come in? <laughs> you got to get into like the Book of Enoch for shit like that. I, I bought the Book of Enoch and it just disappeared from my house. I need the Book of Enoch. I just got the I just got the um the the Bible. What is it? The uh, 
Bible talks about agnostic Bible. I'm getting into all that stuff, dude. I love. Well, it I mean, I, I did love a, ancient I, knowledge. I did a presentation on Enoch too. I have a thing on Enoch. You want me to read you a piece of it? Yeah, read me some Enoch. Give me that Enoch action. Why does everything you say to me sound like you're angling up a porn shot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that Enoch action. <laughs> what do you think about the mind calendar and then the whole about being wrong about 2012? You think it's so? Here's the thing: they weren't wrong about 2012. Um, the mind calendar ended. It didn't die off. We didn't have a huge cataclysmic. You remember? I think I brought it up at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah. Do you but you remember? Think anything's going to happen this year? You know how they say they were wrong, and everyone's saying something. So they're having they're having a, they're having a really big conjunction in the sky. It's actually called the Star of Bethlehem or the Star of – yeah, I think it's the Star of Bethlehem. It's when Jupiter and Saturn like, basically come together to form like a super bright star. The Christmas that's star, some people call it. The Christmas star, yeah. That's December 21st. And um, that's a very powerful day. And then some people are trying to say that the Mayan calendar got it wrong because the Gregorian calendar and then the Caesarian calendar, they mixed it up and we lost time there. I, I think it's bullshit. I think if I think, I think here's the thing. I think that these, what's more realistic to me, is that things like aliens are real, obviously. But as far as like we go, I don't think that many prophecies from like Nostradamus to you name the list. I don't think that these that prophecies work. Okay, anytime a religious prophecy. Oh, the the world's gonna end now, and then everyone sells their shit, and now they're homeless and with a dick in their hand <laughs> on the side of the road. You know, every time you have that, you know, no, everybody they make a story about it, but that, that's pretty much it. They're, they're just stories. I uh, that's why, dude, I don't do dates, especially in the conspiracy world. They're like, by this day, the mass arrest will happen. I'm like, you're setting yourself up, dude, to look yeah. like a real dumbass. I don't get into the results i just get into the information and what the information tells me and the results are what the results are because especially when it comes to politics you're you're hoping that corrupt people will fix corruption good luck on that all i can do is go here's the information it tells me that these suckers are corrupt motherfuckers okay and that's kind of what i do yep i agree i agree 100 percent with that don't get into the dates. You know, I was talking to Chrissy Meyer the other day. I'm like, don't get into the results. Don't be mad because you got all this information and you don't understand why everybody else isn't like calling for the, don't get into that because you're going right. to drive yourself crazy. All right. you can do is like, and this show is like, I am not in to, this is not the show about I'm going to get to the truth of everything. That's not the show. The show is, we allow someone, you, anybody on this guest, come on and tell your story and what you believe. And then the swarm decides whether you were real or fake the funk on a nasty dunk. And if you did, you're going to hear about it. If you come correct and you're truthful, you're going to uh, reap the rewards of the swarm. Right. But if not, you're going to get blasted on your social media, which you know, I don't want to wish on anybody, but I'm also not interested in being the guy that decides what information's right and what information's wrong. I I, I, I believe conspiracy theorists are like street dogs. They've been beat a lot. And like, right. they just, they want to 
fucking, you know, I'm sure if you went to a bunch of Christians were like, it's all about stars. They'll be like, fuck you, dude. Jesus wasn't some dude, you know? Right. And you're like, yeah, he was. Oh, fuck you. And they get really angry and say, just hear right. what you have to say and yep. taking what they like and leaving what they don't like. Well, check this out. Have you heard of the Roman Catholic catechisms? Do you know what a catechism is? I do, dude. I, I, I graduated college. But if you want to explain it to XG, he'd love to hear. I don't want to explain what a catechism <laughs> is. I'm just going to read one of them. It's basically like the amendments to the Bible that the Catholic Church put in. It's, like <laughs> it's, it's what they basically did. You know, it's like the, yeah. So catechism 2116. I'm gonna, so would you agree at least that from what I've given you so far, which is not a whole lot, that there's definite <laughs> astrology in the Bible. Yes, yes. But I also listen. First of all, you've done great. So don't don't say you haven't gave us a lot. You've given us a wonderful hour of conversation. So okay. you've done wonderful. Uh, okay. I I've been open minded to this for a long time. So you were playing a, uh, a you know home game. So right. But yeah, I I I would agree that you've given some great knowledge. Okay. So let me read this to you real quick. This is why. Every time you go up to somebody and you ask them, you're like, what's your sign? What's this? And they go, this is devil shit, right? This is why. The Catholic Church Catechism 2116. All forms of divination are to be rejected, recourse to Satan or demons, conjuring up the dead or other practices falsely supposed to unveil the future. Consulting horoscopes, astrology, palm readings, interpretation of omens and lots, the phenomenon, yada, 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 yada. In the last analysis, uh, the human beings, as well as a wish to conciliate hidden powers, they contradict the honor, respect, and loving fear that we owe to God alone. They're telling you right there, astrology is bullshit. They're gaslighting you. You know that astrology is in the Bible. They talk about it in the Bible, and then the Catholic Church is coming out and saying, nope, that's not it. Proverbs. It unbelievable how nobody sees this. And there's just this weird thing because Catholics are wonderful people. Yes. They're wonderful people. And it's just like any group, I don't care who you are, Muslims, Jews, Christians, Catholics, you like the base is wonderful human beings, dude. At the highest levels, they are dark arts occultics who wear right. these religions as masks to walk amongst us. Yet people defend these motherfuckers like they're their best friends. Like they yep. know these people. My mom defends them, Sam. I come in here and I'm like, hey, you know that uh, pedophiles or the Catholic priest? And she's like, not here, not in this house. And I'm not allowed to talk about it. And she knows I talk about it. And she's like, dude, not here. Not not here. But we love your mom. So, no, I course, mean, we can't but, say anything bad about yeah, that. But she much. doesn't know those those Catholics. And all she says is, like, not at my church. Not at my church. Not at the church of I go course, to. Of and course. And I'm like, why, it's, why does it matter what church? So let me get you, let me get this straight. So if like, let's say there's like a hundred doctors in the area for you to choose and like 75 of them are fucking kids, <laughs> but she's going to a doctor that doesn't fuck kids. <laughs> yeah. That's and she's lot. just like, my doctor doesn't fuck kids. That's basically <laughs> what it is. Well, yeah. dude, that's, that's everything. That is everything. That is the argument for everything. And it's not just XG's mom. I mean, all of our moms have these ridiculous things so much of just the identity of groups is generational trauma passed down from right. generation to generation thought about in think tanks and then spread around as just, you know, 
family secrets or, uh, you know, religious secrets or hi religious history all the time. I mean, all the time. So much of your shit, bullshit that you deal with is stuff you got from your parents that you mm -hmm. go into life with this kind of fucking view of the world that your people have been, been being fucked for centuries. And sometimes they have. But it's like, you're, you're getting mad at shit that happened a long time ago when you weren't even fucking around. Act like you're fucking getting screwed by the world. In reality, so the, there's things out there. What? There's, there's things out there. Um, it's called, there's people that believe in this. I don't know where you think about it, but there's people who do generational work, which is like, you, they, they found recently that, and it's, it's pretty recent, that trauma can be passed down in DNA. Okay, they, they found that like trauma affects DNA and it can be passed down. So there's things like like generational work that you can go back in time and fix previous problems from other people. So I don't know how you feel about that. But there's, hey, dude, there's... anything that gets you over shit, like there's so many people in this world that fucking dude want credit for oppression they never went through. Yeah. And it just blows my mind. I like, you know, it's like, I love women, right? But women talking about how 50 years ago they couldn't vote. True. You don't vote now. You don't vote now. You don't go to vote. The numbers show that women aren't voting. Stop acting like you're a second-class citizen when you can make 10 grand a fucking month showing your b-hole, okay? Like, it's like, let's, like, let's live in 2020 right now. And but but so easy because no one wants to be like, man, I came into the world and shit was right. Nobody wants to say that. Everybody you know what it is? It's 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 people are bored. That's what happens when you don't have like a famine or like a great war or something to deal with. When you're left to yourself, you start getting offended by the dumbest shit. That's the problem yeah. is people people have too much privilege is the problem. They have too much privilege and they act like they're, anything bad happening to them is like this sign of like societal rot, you know? Yeah. And it's just, I forget what it was, dude. Uh, you know, uh, there was some stuff with uh, a bunch of Jewish comics were putting that out there. There was a hashtag being Jewish. I don't know. And I know all these motherfuckers. And they all went to private schools and all this shit. And they're like, one day someone said, where's your synagogue? And then they, like the, the fucking <laughs> world came down on them. And I'm like, dude, like, and I hear like some chick going, I got death threats. That's every day of my life, man. That's every day of my life. I'm getting someone called me a filthy Armenian, give me death threats. It's just, it's life. It's fucking life. It's like the Buddhists say, dude, there's going to be suffrage, man. And, but it's like, but, the, but this game has been played where the, the powers that be have taught you that that suffrage is unique to you because you're getting fucked. And it's That's like, actually a great suffering. way to put it. <laughs> you ever find it strange that all the major religions that the people who are religious they claim to be persecuted is that, we is that weird yeah it's like it's like unbelievable it's unbelievable and they just live in this shit and like the weirdest thing is that it's always either the persecution from across or below they're, they're right. everybody's too chicken shit to go at anybody above them so that right. their persecution's all about the people on their level or even below them. Because it's so easy to tee off on 
fuck these people. They're fucking bullshit. And even like Black Lives Matter, white people have been fucking me. It's not like Joe Biden who did the fucking 1994 crime bill that fucking right. locked up everybody in their life or Camille Harris was like, no, it's white nationalists or fucking rednecks that are doing it either on their level or below them because there's no, cause there's no consequences for that. To go right. truth to real power is a dangerous game to play. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You just got to fall in line. It's just so obvious what's going on. And it's just like this, the people fucking you are fucking these people too. It's yeah. all the same people. It's like Israel, China, the United States, man. They're a group of people that don't like these fucking the the people that live there and they blame them for everything that the government's doing when in reality the base is wonderful the fucking government is all the same people and they're all scumbags and they're fucking committing war crimes against everybody but making the people on the base fucking pay for it over and then people and, and then people again. like then people like Assad. i'm not political my publicist told me right away they go don't be political because you're going to alienate half the people. It's like Michael Jordan said. He's like, Republicans and Dems both buy right, Nikes. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. do that. I don't get political, but I do get upset about certain things. Like people like Julian Assange or Snowden, you know, that fucking expose shit. And then they get vilified. And then people, for some reason, hate them. Yeah. Well, the people that hate them are the blue checkmark people. <laughs> who play the play by the ball. The blue check mark is the new mainstream media. It was done. It's so I mean, if it wasn't so evil, it would be the most amazing thing. You should be like, right. this is how smart these people are. They realize this medium is gonna die. Let's but we gotta still get this message out. So this dead media will put it out in little videos and then this new media will tweet it out to all their followers. Because Sarah Johnson at Bobo News that no one's ever heard about somehow has the same amount of followers as Bert fucking Kreischer that everybody <laughs> knows about. But Bobo News editor has 350,000 fucking followers and nobody knows who the fuck they are. But they're getting a billion retweets. It's yeah. fucking diabolical if it wasn't so... It, no, it is diabolical. Um, it is. You did great, dude. You did great. You crushed it, dude. And... uh we should do this again very soon. I really enjoyed talking to you. I really enjoyed talking to you guys, man. You know, you uh, you know, it's like once in a while you you take a chance on some people, and because uh, I, I I gotta be honest, I didn't know who you were, but man, right. you were wonderful to talk to. And uh, thank you. I had a great. You had great information. We've talked about this topic before, but your information was a whole different set of uh, interesting facts, and it was a right. lot of fun. Yes. So we could do this again at some point. I still have the book of Matthew that we can go through. I can do the book of Enoch with you. We can, we'll Let's figure do it the out. book of Enoch down the road. Like I love, I just really want to get into all this ancient knowledge. I'm all about that action. I, I quick, quick question. Are you doing this on your porch outside in the cold? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking wanting it. Or your wife is tired of hearing you talk about the fucking stars. Dude, I've only been, I've only been, I've only been like doing podcasts for like five and a half months. Oh, dude, look at you. You're like a new comic. You're like, I've only been doing it for five months. Uh, You should do your own. I'm just glad you didn't. I'm just glad. I'm just glad you didn't have like a fucking casting couch or something for this thing. Oh yeah. Well, dude, you're not my style. So you wouldn't even got a chance at the fucking couch. How do you think I got Uh, here? 
Yeah, Johnny, a.k.a. Power Bottom, everybody. <laughs> Johnny's butthole is a hungry, hungry hippo. That's what was on his fucking resume, everybody. And if you've ever um, been to the studio, that couch we got there is such a casting couch. It really is a casting couch. <laughs> it's it not like made for sleeping. Sleep sleeping. <laughs> okay, uh, Mika, Micah, please tell them where they can find you. You can get me on uh, Twitter and Facebook at Micah Dank. You can get my books on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, Apple, wherever the fuck they are, everywhere. Uh, the series is called Into the Rabbit Hole. And the first book is uh, Beneath the Veil. The second one is called The Sacred Stones. That gets into like the mysteries of the pyramids and what they really are. And the third one is called The Secret Weapon, which is coming out in four days. All right, Dank, you crushed it. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope you guys enjoyed this holiday episode. It was fun as fuck, and we're blessed to uh, have spent a little time with you during your holidays. I hope you are enjoying your time with your family, even though we've all been stuck indoors with our family for a while, but this makes it a little different. Uh, I love you all very much. Thank you guys so much, and we'll do it again soon. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.